Well, Chance, we have we have an important question that I we need to answer. Today. Oh, okay. Because um, yesterday I took my boys to see Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. um, and it brings up a really important question of who is the best Ninja Turtle. Oh, okay. Because okay. I mean, there's two questions. There's your favorite Ninja Turtle, which is a valid question, and we can answer that. But then I feel like we also need to decide who the best Ninja Turtle is. Um, the best I feel is easy. Um, you know, when they were creating the last Ronin, they know exactly what they were doing. There was really only one turtle it could be. Uh huh. I don't know if I've seen. Well, it's a it's a comic. Um, uh-huh. soon to be a game made by the same people who made Arkham City, if I'm correct. That's pretty cool. Which might be interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, uh, it's like 60-ish years in the future, um, uh-huh. and all the turtles are dead except one. I mean, he's old-age mutant Ninja Turtle. Uh, kind of. He doesn't age quite as much as everybody else. Mm, middle-age mutant Ninja Turtle. Cool. Yeah, turtles live a long time. That's true. So, it's, it, it, it works. Um, do, you, do you care to take a guess who it is? Well, I, when I think Ronin, I think of... Isn't, that, is, isn't a Ronin a sort of... Not a rogue samurai... But a samurai that's not, you know, attached to a like a shogun. Yeah, it's it kind of a samurai without a clan. So in my mind, that that would be um, Leonardo. Oh, really? Because he got the swords. But also, I would think maybe Raphael, because he probably has like the most interesting. See, I I knew immediately who it was going to be when I heard the premise because there's only one turtle that that's interesting with. Mm-hmm. Is, Is that Donatello? Oh yeah, because Michelangelo needs everyone. <clears throat> Yeah, he's, like the, the, he's the funny guy. Yeah, so the fun one being reduced down to working by himself. It's a brutal comic. I've only read the first two issues, mm-hmm. um, but they're excellent. Good. Yeah, because um, I've always been a Donatello man mm-hmm. myself. Because I mean, I love a good bow staff, um, and he's sort of the nerdy one. So I feel like that's always spoken to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I watched the movie. That was still true. I was like, I really like Donatello, but I also liked Michelangelo a lot. I get that. Because he is funny. Um, I was always a Leo guy. Um, became more of a Michelangelo guy in my old age. Um, however, uh, in Mutant Mayhem, it's it's still Leonardo. Someone's got to love Mr. Nardo. Um, yeah. I feel like after you watch the movie, you can't not. He gets to have that really cool moment where everyone's like, no, that was really good. You did great. Uh-huh. That is true. And his like khaki shorts and polo that he wears to school at the end. <laughs> what a dork. It's perfect. They say Donatello's the nerdy one, but Leonardo clearly is. <laughs> Different kinds of nerd. And I just really appreciated how Michelangelo said Guy Fieri seems like a cool hang. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not that we're telling you to go see that movie. Don't. Um, read The Last Roman. Ronin. It sounded like you said Roman. Um, I could have. It could also be the last Roland. Roland? Yeah, why not? I said Roman. I could have had it all. The last Roland. There it was. Roland in the deep. Um, yeah. Um, I watched the movie. I liked it. Um, but don't go see it. Or do. I don't care. Or do. You know, they haven't asked people to not do that, so. Yeah, it's weird. Because we're trying not to promote things, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I'm not promoting it. If you go see it, do it because you want to, not because I told you to. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you to. Yeah, it's weird, <laughs> but they really want you to support your local theater. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, apparently, the last Ronin. And now you've got me saying it. Um, teaser trailer came out just recently, and um, I'll have to look at it. You say I got you saying it. You got you saying it. I did not. Um, yes, but it's a weird time in entertainment media. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah. Now I think I'm going to have to read the rest of The Last Roman because I really want to. You That's are. my dog. He just heard my wife get home. Um, so if you hear whining in the back, he'll stop in a sec. That's fine. And if you hear crashes into a window, the big cicadas are trying to break into my house. So. Um, yeah, that's that's happening here as well. Uh, so are we decided then that Michelangelo is the best, but Donnie and Leo are our favorites? I think so. And nunchucks are cool. 
Nunchucks are very cool. Um, I don't know how practical they'd be on like a fighting level. No, they don't seem like they would be very practical. I feel um, like you're just as likely to injure yourself, but also if you're like trained with them, mm-hmm. maybe not. Bruce Lee makes it look easy. He does. Um, he does. I do enjoy um, in, I think it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, uh, Secret of the Ooze. Ooze. Rolls off the tongue. Um, <clears throat> that uh, when he when he's like, ah, oh, fellow chipper, eh? And they like do a nunchuck off. <laughs> That's just delightful. It is delightful. I do want to say this. One thing I did not appreciate about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is that they used the word milk as a verb a lot. A lot, yeah. Like, uncomfortably a lot, which was the point, but also, please. Yes, but we're not talking about that movie. No, I just had to put it out there. Just a thought I had. This has never been neither a review nor a endorsement. Endorsement of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Go support your local theater in whatever way you see fit. And read some comics. There's lots of Ninja Turtle ones. Yeah. Um, Yeah. A lot of them have been really good for many years, but um, people loved The Last Ronin. So um, read that one especially. Especially. Brought to you by Toei Japan, um, because we can't be brought to you by any English studios, unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever, and I'm one of your hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. Konnichiwa, Chance. Konnichiwa. That feels appropriative now. It does. Uh, I'm trying to learn Japanese on Duolingo. You said that feels appropriative or appropriate? Appropriative. Oh, saying hello in Japanese feels appropriative like we're appropriating their culture it's hot it's their you say hello i don't know cameron speaking another language is an appropriation (laughs) you're right you're right it's that dang woke media that's got me thinking Mm -hmm. these things i'm saying go woke go broke am i right barbie (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, just imagine if it wasn't filled with that liberal woke feminist propaganda they could have two billion dollars they they could have three yeah highest grossing movie of all time um this has been a bit um we do not support any of this i'm joining the fight against the woke mind virus on the side of the woke mind virus yeah i will as well i will as well um but today is not the time to talk about those things today is the time to talk about um things that bring us joy Mm -hmm. one thing in particular this is a um a bit of an extravaganza, as we were, as the brought to you by would imply. Mm-hmm. It's Common Rider Day, baby. Common Rider Day. Uh, we have both this week finished a series. Um, I have finished Common Rider Revice, and Cameron has finished Kuga. Common Rider Kuga. Uh, my wife did not hurt herself. That's good. I heard. I'm glad. I heard the horn honk, and she she had gotten home a few minutes before. She's on crutches, um, but like I hadn't heard her come in yet. And then the horn honked. And I was like, "Oh no!" She had just closed the door with the key in the car, so it was so like, it so yeah, it honked. <laughs> hey, don't do that. But don't do this to me. But I was like, I've got to go. This is this is my this is what I'm here for. Yes. Uh, I okay. So back to what we were saying. I have uh, finished *Common Rider* revise, mm-hmm. and I finished *Common Rider* Kuga. Yeah, um, and you know we're just gonna talk about them because *Common Rider* makes us happy right now. It really does. Do we have any updates before we get to those of other things? Um, I think the big update is like there's a weird kind of culture war going on right now. I mean, just kind of describes our country totally at the moment um but there's this weird like kind of culture war of like 
like other unions making threats and like big businesses doing things to destroy their unions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, oh, what's the trucking company? Yellow Cab? That sounds like right. That. Um, they, they just were in the midst of union negotiations um, and then filed bankruptcy in such a way that they could restructure without adding the union that um, they've had for like over 50 years. Um, Gross. And uh, hotel workers are about to strike in LA. Um, there's just a lot of, a lot of like, I mean, almost, I would call it French revolutionary unrest among the lower class right now. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I think we need to watch that. Um, I think we need to be very pro-union. Um, I think people are kind of forgetting about the strikes, kind of um, moving it to the back of their heads. Um, I mm-hmm. think the strike happening in the summer kind of came as a great time for the studios because not a lot new is coming out anyway. Um, yeah, sort of a downtime. Yeah, pilot season. Um, we won't really feel it until like the end of October. Um, so don't forget, um, hold these pieces of crap responsible. Yes, we need to hold them accountable. Yeah, and um, just not don't let this become a thing that we cared about last week and we don't now. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and if you work in a profession where there is a union, you should join it. I just this week finally joined my local teachers union. Oh, really? Why? I just never had before. I was always like aware of things, but I just had never signed the paper. So I made a point to do that this year. Um, in particular, because our state superintendent is the not great. I'll just yeah. say he thinks you're a terrorist now. Yes, that's what I said. I was I when I went to sign up. I was like, I'd like to join my local terrorist organization. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. I don't. I, you know. I don't know if we've made it official yet, but Ryan Walters. Not, you're not welcome show. on the show. Um. I feel like that may be like a little too obvious. Maybe a but, little too obvious. Uh, but you know. Um, so here's what I thought. Cameron, uh-huh. were you prepared to give a review for the movie that you watched? I've only watched like half of it. Okay. So okay. I'd like to withhold that until I've watched all of it. Okay. Um, he was watching Shin Kamen Rider. So what I was going to say was that you would give a review, then I would give a review, and then we would give a bit of a shared review of mm-hmm. the movie. But we will hold But we can't. Here. Brief review of the first half of the movie. Um I know this is a really big statement because I've watched some pretty good movies this year. It might be my favorite movie I've watched this year. Really? Okay. It in your name and Spider-Verse yeah. are the top three. And it's, I mean, your name didn't come out this year, but I watched it for the first time this year. Yeah. Your name is, is part of my very soul. Um, yeah. So next week I will talk more about it. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated about that. Maybe, Mm-hmm. Maybe we should watch um, Shin Ultraman and Shin Godzilla as well, uh-huh. and give kind of our our thoughts on the whole Shin universe because most people think Shin Kamen Rider is kind of the worst one. Oh, maybe so. I think part of it really just appeals to my Wes Anderson sensibilities because mm-hmm. everything is just so perfectly like staged. Um, it really is. It's some of the best action. Yeah, and like meticulously. Um, like every shot, mm-hmm. just like every shot is almost like its own beautiful vista. Mm-hmm. Like every single one, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like framed in such a way as to be like, it could be its own like picture. Yes. I missed the first like 12 minutes of the movie when I saw it. Uh-huh. Um, what a 12 minutes to me. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it's maybe the best part of the entire movie. Um, the spider. You missed the yeah. whole spider part. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he had he had just he had they were in the cabin and the spider was killing the duck. Uh-huh. Um at the part where I came in. Um I was ticked because I had to be late because of work mm-hmm. and I figured there'd be previews, but they didn't show any previews. So I got in thinking like, oh I'll hit the last preview and then the movie will go. Mm-hmm. Just when you I, thought that capitalism would have your back. It didn't. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Um Yes. So if you want to watch it before we talk more about it, it is on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Um, It's another one where they didn't have anything to do with it. They're just 
yeah, yeah. That's just the platform stage gone. I don't, I don't mind mm-hmm. talking about it there. But yeah, so um, we'll definitely talk about Shin Kamen Rider next week. We, I'm gonna at least try to watch Shin Ultraman. Okay, I make no promises. It's a very busy week for me. It's true. You got lunches. I do. That's true. They are. I, I think I heard this week they're uh, in the middle of filming Shin Super Sentai, oh, um, which I think will be really interesting. Because so is the Shin of, series just sort of like a reimagining, retelling of like classic 70s properties? It's so far, it's been like so all of them tell the story. Like, so this Shin Common Rider probably tells the story of the first like 10 ish episodes of the 70s Common Rider mm-hmm. um, in like an updated, brutal fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what. Shin Ultraman and Shin Godzilla does as well. They tell the like beginnings of those franchises. Um, trying to keep the look as visually cohesive as they can while still making it look modern. And mm-hmm. um, Yeah, definitely. I'll, we'll talk more about the movie next time. I was just about to get into it, so I want to not. Yeah, but let's not. from what I've seen, definitely worth checking out if you want to be quote-unquote part of the conversation next week. And you need no, no information. Yeah, you don't. Like it's, re- it's retelling the beginnings of those franchises. Mm-hmm. So you're you would you're kind of getting in then square square one. Yes, and it's great. At least what I've seen so far. Apparently, I'm I'm in the minority. No, I don't think you're not on this show, but in general. No, I don't even think you're in the minority in general. I just think people like really loved Shin Ultraman and Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, and then Shin Kamen Rider came out. Like that was pretty good. Okay, that's fair. Um, well, I think it's the best thing since Betty White. Wow, she was older than sliced bread. Just so you know. Um, it, what's interesting is you're so in love with the movie. Um, my favorite part of the movie is the last half after they've dealt with the og. So nice. Well, he yeah. So um, that makes me excited. <laughs> so oh, you got. Sorry, we'll talk about it next week. Yes, we will. Um, but who should go first? I, well, you know, I was going to let you go first, so you go first. Okay, I'll go first. So I just finished watching Common Rider Kuga, um, which was the first of like the reboot uh, of the series. It was the first of the modern... Common Rider that we're still continuing in today, even though it's 23 years old. Mm-hmm. It's it like, and it shows. It's been, it's been an unbroken chain like, since then. Since Kuga. So it's sort of like um, Doctor Who when BBC like revived it in yeah, a way. Yeah, kind of. I forget who the actor was, but he had the leather jacket with so, Rose. Yeah. And, it yeah. ended, I think, the original run... and. You know, if you're out there and you're like, no, it's this. I'm sorry, I don't know it all. I think it ended in 83 um, with Black RX. Um, and then there was like, there was like a couple of movies. Um, like one of them is supposed to be really good. And it's, it's another like really brutal take on Kamen Rider. Um, and there was like a movie every like three or four years because it was like such a beloved property. Mm-hmm. And then they brought it back in 2000, and it did so well. It continued to do so well that it's still still very around today. to this day. Yes, and we can thank Yusuke Godai for all all of the things that we're going to be talking about today. I'm not going to thank him. I'm going to give him a thumbs up. Yes, he doesn't need your thanks. He just needs your thumbs up. Um, so I don't even know where exactly to begin. Um, yeah, it's a show. It's a common writer. I don't know how why you're still listening to us if you haven't heard us talk about Common Rider up to this point. Um, gosh, Common Rider, it's about this. This I'm doing a terrible job. I knew I was going to be talking about this, and I just cannot do it. You um, need to go first. So you can gather your thoughts. No, they'll come. Okay. I was trying to think exactly how to go about it. Okay. So, you know, the Common Rider series, you've seen the pictures. We've shared the pictures. You could easily look up the pictures. It's these warriors, sort of masked, helmet, usually like kind of bug-like, like a beetle or a grasshopper or something. Um, but kind of these warriors, reminiscent of a Power Ranger sort of. Um, and they, in traditional fashion, fight bad guys, save the world, that kind of stuff. Um, 
there's plays on that in other series, but this one is pretty traditional Common Rider Kuga, where um, some archaeologists discovered this tomb. Um, they go to open it and they end up releasing this really powerful villain who resurrects his 200 comrades um, who are also monsters and they begin to terrorize Japan, mostly Tokyo, because of course, with a, a little bit of Nagano. Hmm? With a murder game, you've said. Yes, they play a murder game. Um, so it's this um, basically monstrous race. Actually, they're. It's more complicated than that. They're just normal. They're normal people, but they can turn into monsters. Um, and they play this game where they basically give themselves challenges to kill a certain number of people, or maybe to kill a certain number of people in a certain way or a certain order, um, in order to win the game. And then their ultimate goal is to bring in the harbinger of ultimate darkness, which would basically unleash like this genocide upon the Linto or the Rinto which is just normal people, mm-hmm. you and I. We are but humble into. Um, but like thousands of years ago when they were doing this, this noble warrior Kuga put a stop to them um, and defeated Daguva, who is the, you know, the main bad guy. Um, but he's back. And so lovable adventurer with 2,000 skills who just wants to see people smile um, takes up the mantle of Kuga, and goes and fights these monsters and stops them in their murder game. Um, so it's part that, like monster fighting, part kind of police drama, because the police are really active in this one with the main main characters, in addition to Yusuke, is Ichijo, who is like a police detective. Um, he has a couple other police detectives that he works more closely with. Uh, most every other police officer just gets their clock absolutely cleaned, by these monsters, <laughs> except for these three of Ichijo, Sakurai, and Sugita. Every other cop in, in all of Japan is dead by the end. Oh, that's not quite true, but it certainly feels like that should be the case. Because <laughs> anytime they show up, they just get absolutely uh, just destroyed. But yeah, so it follows kind of that pattern of just like bad guy, Kuga stops him. Bad, new bad guy doing a new thing. Kuga figures out their weakness and stops them. Um, but it just plays out like every bad guy is kind of over an episode or two, sometimes three. Um, we kind of have these longer arcs where these other moments are going on in the background. Like I talked about last time where it's like they have this whole discussion about the struggles that kids are having entering the new millennium because yes, this was the year 2000, 2001, which is insane. Um, And yeah, like there's a character who's like a research scientist who works for the police department is helping them develop weapons. And there's this whole subplot about like her not being a very good mom for her son because she's trying to save the world, but her son just wants to spend time with her. Um, He's like three or four. And so it's like priorities, kid, priorities. Yeah. Um, And my wife watched a little bit of it and she was just like, this is so cheesy. But I think like a stuffed crust pizza, the cheese is the point. <laughs> um, just because of the, the story that it's telling. Because it's all about like the, the grongi, who are these monsters, and they are attacking um, the linto, who are, historically were like this pacifist race, which is why they didn't like fight back. So they were kind of easy targets for the grongi to take out. Um, but several times as the series goes on, kind of the the leaders of the the bad guys are like the Linto have changed. Like, cause clearly they're not pacifists anymore. Like they attack each other. She even calls out Ichijo at one point. It's just like, you're a Linto who hunts other Linto. Like you tell me, like, you're not the same. Like you're more like us than you think. And like the whole, the whole time, um, the main character, Yusuke, who's like this really happy guy, always just like, we can do it. Like, I know we can, I have hope, but you just got to believe. And you're like, okay, Yusuke like we can be a little bit more realistic but like you realize there's just a struggle going on where it's like in order to have the power to beat the bad guys he has to like give in to his rage Uh kind of his sense of destruction and he's like but if I do that there's like this prophecy that's like if that happens like then I become the ultimate warrior of darkness and I could be the one that destroys the world instead of them and so like his positive attitude is like 
the only thing that's keeping humanity from getting wiped out by two super powerful bad guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it's really, it's really interesting, super like sweet. All the power-ups are at just the right moments where you just feel like, yeah, 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 this is great. Um, and it, it's just, it's good. It's just, it feels really nice. It feels pretty cut and dry. Um, there weren't any like big, huge twists. I don't feel like. Well, it sounds um, like Godai went through quite the arc. He did. Um, and then the finale was really interesting. I won't get into it. Um, it just didn't end in a way that I really thought that it would. Um, but upon reflection, I mean, I just watched it earlier today. I'm like happy with the way that it ended. Yeah. It's going to be a theme. Um, yeah. And it, it's great. It, you can watch it easily for free. I mean, you can watch any of them easily for free, mm-hmm. but, um, this one's on freebie. Yes. Did you watch the whole thing on freebie or did you eventually mm-hmm. move? The- I watched it all on freebie just cause it was easier on like my TV. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. And I, I think something that's different about Kuga from what I understand of most of the other series is Godai is the only writer. Yeah. I don't believe there is another season. Like, yeah. So like he's the only one, um, but that really lets the show focus on all the other supporting characters a lot, mm-hmm. um, which is like, just nice. Cause there's all these people that are like working with him and supporting him, like the police detectives and the research scientists. There's some like archeologists. One of his best friends is like a, uh, ancient languages expert who's like deciphering all of these ancient texts written in this language that no one understands um, that's mm-hmm. telling about Kuga and like all the ways he can power up and all the powers he has access to. And then she'll be like this, you need to do this. And then he does it and then he beats the bad guy. Um, mm-hmm. But it allows for all of those stories. Um, I was joking because Godai lives above a, coffee shop slash curry restaurant um just like the protagonist in persona 5 mm-hmm. um and there's like the owner of the place that like yusuke has known like all of his life they just call him pops um but like he's in there and he's just like super dorky always saying stuff wrong always just being really funny um and you like get moments with him and just all the, mm-hmm. the different characters that Seems like you might not with the others where you have like more writers that are front and center. You know, in my experience, I think it's just a thing Cone Rider does. They really do let side characters shine. Good. They should. Um, yeah, I can't. In, in all five series I've watched, there's like a side character that I'm just like, yes, you. Nice. So in my power rankings of my favorite common Rider properties, the list is very short. It's just one right now, and it's Kuga. Mm-hmm. Number one on the list. Yeah, um, I've heard a few things about Kuga. I'll just uh, kind of bounce them off of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I hear that the the friendship between Godai and the detective is really well done and probably one of the best parts of the show. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, I've heard that. Um, uh, one of the things that kind of differs... Um, Kuga and Agito from kind of the rest of the canon is there's not a huge focus on the belt. Uh huh. Like the belt just kind of appears. Yeah, they find the belt in the like the sarcophagus where the bad guy is. It's mm-hmm. like the old Kuga. Like they find his like mummified body in there too. It's like he like trapped him in there in order to save him and he gets the belt, but then there's a little bit about it, but it's not really a big deal. Um, yeah. They don't ever like do a lot to it. Yeah, he doesn't like directly interact with it to change or anything like that no it's just like inside of him okay yeah it, yeah because in all the other series like starting from like the one right after agito and onward like the transformation always has something to do with the belt like mm-hmm. in the third one it's called common rider ryuki they like they literally have like decks of cards that their powers come from mm-hmm. and they transform by inserting the deck into their belt yeah, this, in this one, the belt just kind of appears. It just sort of pops out, and it's the middle sort of spins around, and usually it turns red. So he's turning to his red form. He just goes, and then transforms in a really bad CGI. Yeah. <laughs> his his transformation CGI is... Um, no, it doesn't hold up. I'm sure at the time yeah. it was really cool. Um, it, I mean, from the third one on, the transformations really hold up. I don't... I've, I've not seen much about Agito, so I don't know if mm-hmm. that holds up. 
Yes. But again, the cheese is the point. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, and Kuga started it all. People, people love it. So mm-hmm. um, I think the only the only really thing I don't like about it, I think I said this last time, is just that the villains. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, you don't see all 200 of the guys um, that get resurrected or whatever. Um, but it's like other than there's one that she is there from like episode three all the way up through the end. Um, mm-hmm. But most everybody else. That kind of cycles through. Like you have like one group of villains, but then by about a third of the way through, they're all gone. So then another group gets introduced, and like one of them makes it almost to the end of the series, and then they introduce a couple more. Um, but it's like really the villains get. I mean, they get their episodes where they're doing their game, and they don't have a lot of like development. It's just like I'm a monster. I'm going to kill people in various crazy ways. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's like they, they don't get a whole lot of development beyond that. I don't know if that's normal or not. But it's like, I feel like they're so interesting. And the scenes where the bad guys are like congregating, they're always in like really cool locations or like in these doing these really weird things. Um, and it's just like, there, there's something there. Mm-hmm. There could be a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I will tell you right now where I am in the series, um, Villain Redemptions is the whole Oh, okay. Yeah, there's none of those. <laughs> they all get so, blown up. Um, there's maybe in the in the Rewa era, which is the thing that I've now seen all of. Mm-hmm. There's maybe too many villain redemptions. <laughs> it's like you come to expect it. There's a just a ugh, like anyway. Um, but yes, That's very few cool. villains actually um, stay villains. Well, these all do. They're all very bad. But it's like the big, the big bad, like the one um, who like brings everybody back. He sort of looms large over the whole series, but you don't even see him until like episode forty-seven. Yeah, and there's only forty-nine episodes. That was that was one of my bigger issues with Fies. Is like we watched Fies is the fourth series. Mm -hmm. You watched the first. Um, but we like we watched this one set of characters forever, and then in like episode forty five or forty six, they bring back a character that was in one other episode, like the finale, and they're like, "And he was the big bad the whole time." And I was like, "What? Hold on, no, no." Um, something else that I did find really interesting, though, um, it's especially as you got towards the end, because um, you you expect it to kind of be really formulaic. Where it's like, okay, this is going on, and this is going on. That's like set up, things seem peaceful, monster comes, starts killing people, they go and they stop it. But by the last few, they don't really follow that. Where it's like sometimes you'll start in the middle, like it's just in media res, where it's like, oh, the monster's been attacking for a few times, and they're gonna go stop him. Or like towards the end, they're like, You already got beat by this guy once. You don't ever see any of that. You just kind of get like he's like feeling defeated because he was literally defeated, but you didn't see any of it. And I was like, was there a movie? Did I like miss something? And so I looked, there wasn't a movie. Um, I didn't miss anything. They just like made that creative decision. It was just like, we're not just going to follow the same pattern. We're going to like tell a story from a different angle, which I really thought was bold. Did you enjoy it? I did. So what would you, just on an enjoyment level scale, we're not rating quality. Mm -hmm. What would you rate it? I think an out of ten. Yeah, at least an eight and a half, maybe a nine. I don't love it. It was good. It was really good. I don't love it. And you're doing Wizard next, correct? I think so. Wizard, man, I, I, I almost think I should join you because it has one of the coolest fighting styles. Nice. Like in all of in all of Toku, the the gimmick because later on they get gimmicks. Um, They're wizards. Well, like it's an item that interacts with the belt that gives them power. Mm-hmm. Um, like in double, it's thumb drives, and um, O's, it's um, coins. In Forze, it's little toys. But in Wizard, it's rings. And um, because the toy company didn't want to get sued with people kids putting on the rings and punching, uh-huh. they decided that Wizard does not punch. He has a gun sword. That he uses that, and that's all he uses his hands for is like blasting with his gun, 
or slashing with his sword. And other than that, it's like really acrobatic, like kicks and stuff. That's really and, fun. It, and they gave him like kind of a flowing coat. So it's really dynamic to watch. Well, I really like that. That's one thing I really, my favorite bad guy in Kuga had a scarf and he rode a motorcycle. And so it's he was riding. Go Baraba. Go Baraba. Is he your favorite character of the series? Um, it's hard to say just because he didn't have a whole lot of development. Oh, well, yeah. He was the most interesting of the villains, though, because he had a brother who was an earlier villain. Um, so there's a little bit of that. And his whole his whole challenge was that he was, had a motorcycle, and the way he had to kill his victims was by knocking them off their motorcycles and then running them over, which I think I mentioned last week. You did, but it's still st- so, it's so, so, so choice. So very ridiculous. Um, and I love it. And as the as the series went on, like there's a particular episode where um, it feels like the tone really shifts, and it's almost like a psychological horror mm-hmm. uh, villain. What's going on? And from there, I feel like the show gets like really brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's where like um, Godai like realizes like, oh, there's something dark within me because he like gets really mad at the way this guy's killing people. Um, and he just like, it's not a fight. It's like just a bloodbath. And I feel like sometimes it's just like they're punching and blood is flying. And it's just like, oh, I just wasn't expecting, <laughs> expecting this. Um, there's just, there's a lot of blood. Not as much as in Shin Kamen Rider. No, no. There's another Amazon specific um, series called um, Kamen Rider Amazons. Uh-huh. Um, no wonder. uh Amazon had a interest in that one. Um, and from what I am told, it's kind of doing the Shin Kamen Rider thing, but with kind of a an outlier in the Kamen Rider um, pantheon. And it's like re-updating it for modern era. And apparently it's just brutal. So. Yeah, I was just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> just wasn't expecting it. Um, but um, it's really good. And so that's all about Kuga. I'm going to wrap up my segment. Sounds good. You'll have to um, give us an update next week on if you started Wizard. I will give you an update, that is. Um, I think I, I will be much shorter with Revice. Okay. Um, just because I kind of feel like I'm an old pro at these now. Yeah, it's just like, have people watched it? How do I even explain it? <laughs> um, I don't know. Clearly, I still don't know. Um, Common Rider Revice was... One of the biggest surprises in, like, fiction I've ever had. Oh, my. It was. So um, when I looked into, like, doing Kamen Rider and I watched the first two episodes of a ton of series um, and I decided that I needed to start somewhere. So the beginning of, like, a new era, the Reiwa era, it was four shows, three and a half at the time, like... I can do three and a half shows um, just to kind of, you know, catch up. It, 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 it made the whole task a little less daunting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if, you know, you want to do like Heisei Phase 1, you've got to watch Kuga through Decade. If you want to watch Phase 2, you got to do Double through uh, Geo, even though it's Z-I-O. I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Both of those are like more than 10 or 10 or more series. So it's a little, but three and a half, it was cool. And there was the really cool one about AI and like warring corporations and like very tech based ones. That's Ooh, the one I that started one? with. That's a uh, that's uh, Common Rider Zero One, okay. the one I started with. Um, and um, I was really excited for that one. Um, they were all like animal themed suits, and um, they just looked cool. And I was really into it, um, and I liked it a lot. Um, and then there was like the sword and book themed one that who's not going to love that is literally a video game. Um, like climbing the tower to the God boss at the end and they're going to kill the boss with the power of friendship. Um, as you're supposed to spoiler warning. Um, so those like, I was really excited for, and then I watched Geats and the hype for Geats was like off the hook and it lived up to the hype and I loved it. Um, and then comes Revice. Um, which is an anniversary season. Um, we all know how that went for Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on the anniversary season. But I'm thinking of Power Rangers. What is it? Super? Oh, yeah. Super Mega Force? No. It's terrible. Um, 
And um, luckily, it is not much of an anniversary. If people watched it for the anniversary aspect, um, gosh, I, I feel bad. Because <laughs> um, they, they do not know. <laughs> Nothing about the old shows matters. Um, you know, in, in Kamen Rider um, Decade, which is their first anniversary season, they, like, go to alternate versions of the first ten shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and like kind of play the, the, the plots of the shows out, um, with similar themes, but in different ways, like in each arc. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what they do. And then, uh, in the second one, I don't really fully understand it, but I guess like the spirits of the old writers, like appear to them and help them and then like give them armor upgrades and stuff. Uh, in this one. They have power-ups, and somehow they kind of sort of look like the other ones, but not really. <laughs> you know, um, it's okay. So it was anniversary season, so I was already a little iffy. And, like, the the gimmick was stamps. Like, like stamps. Mm-hmm. And um, stamps and animals. And, um, like, it was called a family drama. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, that doesn't hold up to the other three whatever um but pretty much from the get-go this show is one of the most heartfelt the most um complicated like it's the themes of it are pretty complex um and it really doesn't let up um i'm gonna get a little spoilery without getting into specifics okay but the the show kind of starts with like um evil cult trying to resurrect a dark or the king of all demons um and like a government like shield-esque organization called phoenix trying to stop them pretty easy um only people who have like inner demons can transform into common riders so mm-hmm. common rider revi and common rider vice it's icky the main character and his demon vice um and he, they make a contract to like share power um uh, they, they make a contract to, like share power and um so he he's the only one who can do this because he's the only one who has access to his inner demon um and then like another character can use one of the belts but you're not sure why um and then Icky's brother gains a belt but his inner demon is like like a split personality instead of like the kind of classic devil on your shoulder mm-hmm. it's like and he even talks about it like he repressed his resentment um towards his older brother and like the fact that he thought his little sister was babied like he repressed that and he kept repressing his feelings until his like demon kind of became an extension of himself um so um he becomes one um and then finally towards the end of that arc um their sister um their their sister kind of gains her demon um she's like since she was little always felt like she has to be unbeatable and invincible like to be taken seriously she has to be the best mm-hmm. um so i really like that her and her demon is like cuteness um and love and affection um, who needs those things chance like it's kind of like her soft inner side um her 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 inner demon is a mascot called love cove um <laughs> and um so icky can too actually your sister yeah because you 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 have to you it, it's very persona-esque in that you're you're like the things you repress like come out um you know and you know icky he uses stamps to transform into like different armors that are all based on like an animal and a, a past rider um like the lion one gives him kuga armor um the megal the megalodon armor gives him decade armor stuff like that um his brother only has one form for some reason and it's um common rider x-aid i don't know what that's about um but he his whole thing is he's got like a a light and angel based um uh range Shoot. form mm-hmm. for the brother and then for the brother's demonic split personality um they like they flip the they flip the barrel down and it extends into a sword and he becomes common rider evil, a dark 
a dark, uh, close range fighter. Um, and they're they're may, they're probably my two favorite suits in all of Tokusatsu. Um, the whole thing, huh? It, especially the contrast between them. Um, I wanted him to be my favorite character. He didn't end up being, but um, but he had your favorite suits. Those those two suits, especially like thinking about them together. Um, I yeah, that's it. That's the one I want. Um, and then her, the sister, her. Um, I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, but she used stamps to change her demon into weapons like bladed fans or a bazooka or a scythe. Yes, a bazooka's good. <laughs> um, she's very martial arts thing. Um, except for the bazooka. <laughs> except for the bazooka, yes. Um, and it, to me, the, it seemed like her like using her weakness as a weapon, like, like accepting that part of herself mm-hmm. that it is valuable too weaponizing cuteness yes um yeah i love love cove uh, but but they they can transform and then there's one other belt that can transform um and then you you learn why they can transform and i'm not going to spoil that um because it's great um but you learn why they can transform and why this other belt works and that's kind of connected um and about halfway the evil cult kind of drops away um they like defeat it um and redeem two of the three people because that's what we do in Rewa. we redeem villains that's um, what the r in Rewa stands for redemption redemption um, one uh, i really like both of the characters that redeem though i'm glad they did and then we learn like the organization they've been co- working for is, is corrupt um it really it starts and ends like like a family drama with common rider where like Ooh, I don't know if we should work with them anymore. And the other brother's like, no, we absolutely have to work with them. And um, the sister's like, I want to go out and do my own thing. So I'm going to work with these other people. And it's like, we don't know who those other people are. We can't trust them. And um, the mom is like worrying about them all, but kind of being a cheerleader. Um, and the dad has a has a past that no one knows about, um, but he just wants to be goofy and in love with his wife and love his kids really well. Um, so it's really, it's really like this beautiful story of like these siblings, like trying to agree and the older brother who is too selfless, he gives too much. Um, and the, the show really like kind of rakes him over the coals for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and kind of rightly so, um, because I won't explain how, but about a third of the way through your show, we learned that like by doing this, by fighting with Vice, the contract he made, he is hurting himself every single time he does it in in a really heartbreaking and heart wrenching way. Um, and it's like everyone wants him to stop, but he's also the only one who can do this. Um, it's really it's really interesting. Um, about ten episodes before the end or so. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it was the weirdest thing. I'm, and this is kind of where the spoilers come in a little bit. They have the final showdown with that giant demon and they beat him. And I was like, what's happening? Like that was, that was last episode stuff. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like what you said. It's like, this is not how I expected this to end. Um, but that's because we have to spend the rest of the show, like dealing with the emotions and the outcome of what this fight has brought. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like earned that it sounds like oh no it's it's absolutely when the the last fight is between two characters you would not think would fight and while you're watching it at least to me don't i was like this couldn't have ended any other way like this had to be it this had to be the climax of this show mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah you spend like 10 episodes like and it, it, there's fighting and threats um coming but they're coming more from the aftermath of the war than the war itself. Carpetbaggers. What does that, what does that mean? I'm thinking of the Civil War where uh, the Northern opportunists came into the South. Oh, yeah. No, more emotional. People emotional carpetbaggers. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it, it like starts as this drama about a like perfect selfless brother mm-hmm. a tough as nail sister and a 
trying to make his own way in the world middle brother. And it ends in this like beautiful family drama that is insanely bittersweet. Um, but like the only way it could end, like it wouldn't have been satisfying if they had kicked the big demon in the face for the last episode. Uh-huh. Like because you needed all the other things to happen. Yeah, because at the end of the day, that facilitated what was happening, but it was not what the show was. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't really take care of those things first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to beat the big bad and then deal with the aftermath. Yeah. So um, otherwise it's before math. I don't know if I like it better than Geats. It's really going to depend on these last few episodes of Geats um, because it is a show I have been unable to look away from. Um, and it is so cool. Um, however, man, it's really good. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like it's my it, it right now it is my favorite complete writer, which puts it at the top of three others, but <laughs> of your short list, number one. And I don't the main character, um, Icky and um well really his demon vice, um, but Icky by extension of Vice, I don't know how any character I don't know how any character in common writer is ever going to top them as my favorite. Okay. Because I love their story so much. Well, um, you haven't met my friend Yusuke Godai. It's true. It's true. And um, this is just an aside. I watched the first episode of um, Kamen Rider Kabuto this morning. Uh-huh. Or this afternoon. Um, his name is uh, Tendo... Oh, I don't remember his name. He co- He's super interesting. He. I'm just going to tell you how he's um, introduced because it's so funny. Some guy's getting mugged. Uh-huh. And he is in like monk shoes, like the you know the ones with the two like. Uh-huh. Like you have the two. Yeah. Things. He's he's wearing those, carrying a bowl of tofu in water, um, and a coat. And he walks by the these people getting mugged, and this guy's like, "Get away!" And he like slashes and, and like comes like within like centimeters of his neck, but he just keeps walking. And they're like, "Are you what? What did you just do, do, dude?" He's like. I walk the path of heaven. That blade could not have pierced me. <laughs> it was like, what's just, what's happening? Um, Tendo Sojiro is his name. Um, and and then the guy's like, are you, what are you talking about? And the, the bad guy like runs away. And then he's like, ah, you forgot this. And he uh, kicks the wallet that was stolen at the back of the guy's head, knocking him out. It pops up flies back into his hand he grabs it and gives it back to the guy <laughs> and he's like you could have like like shown more effort or like dodged and he goes my tofu would have crumbled if i had spilt it spilt the water out of it. of course <laughs> i was like i don't know who you are dude but you're you're the coolest like mm-hmm. i mean it's it's tendo's world and we're just living in it he walks the path of heaven he said that like three times in the episode <laughs> I don't know what something that means. something I appreciate about Kuga is the way that his like thumbs up and like his infectious positivity. I'm not I wouldn't call it toxic positivity because it's clearly it's there it serves a purpose. It's not just like overlooking the bad things. Um but his infectious positivity like spreads throughout the other cast of characters. <laughs> like they always give a thumbs up, but they do it in like this winking way of just like, man, he's got us good. Like here we are with our thumbs up. My favorite villain, Gobadaba. Uh, well, he, after he makes one of his kills, he like looks at Kuga, who's coming up to try and stop him, and he gives him a thumbs up as just like this taunting gesture. That's just me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then like he's always talking about like he wants to make people smile and like not lose their smiles. And like the big, big bad guy is just like, why don't you make me smile? Like as as he's like. Like, you need to get stronger. You're not worth my time. You need to get stronger so you can make me smile when I defeat you. Um, just, like, really good. That sounds good. Love a good taunt. Uh, Kamen Rider is great. Watch it. Mm-hmm. It is. Do it. Um, there's lots of great Kamen Rider out there. Just find one and watch it. Yeah, Chance was describing one with uh, Fruit-Based Samurai. Oh, my god! I mean, Pokemon hip-hop dance battles or yes. something. It's supposed to be one of the best ones. Um <laughs> I watched the first three episodes. Sounds like it is. I watched the first three episodes and I am not, I think you have to watch more to get into it. (laughs) 
I will probably <laughs> continue at it, though I did really like the first episode of Kabuto, so maybe. But um, I will decide later. Um, but it is just really strange. There's like this corporation, and they've like cornered the market on these locks that if you open them, um, little like monsters pop out. And most people have like a monster that looks one way, but some people have like stronger locks that make monsters that look another way. And Mm -hmm. at the center of the city is a stage that people watch dance crews on. And if you're and and they're in like some big competition to get votes. Um, And as long as they're on that stage, they like have a lot of exposure and can get votes, but other dance crews can come stop your music and challenge you for the stage. And you use these locks to make, have monster battles. Now, if you're just asking, where does the common rider come in? I'm still kind of asking that question. <laughs> Not sure yet. I mean, he does transform in the first one. He like goes into the world where the monsters are and sees like in this world, they're a lot stronger and like meaner and mm-hmm. they follow him out but he like grabbed some fruit while he was in there and when he took it out of that world it turned into those locks and he used those locks in a belt and became like an orange based samurai common rider and he beat the one that escaped you know like he's, you do he's been using it to participate in the pokemon battles himself instead of but he's like so much better than all of them like he can just like slash them once because they're just smaller versions of these monsters. Mm-hmm. So like he's getting really popular because no one can take the stage from his team. <laughs> but then a the the head of like the the really serious team that dresses in wonderful coats. I I don't know how to describe it. They he um like this shady backyard guy goes hey want to compete with him and he gives him a belt and a banana lock that he puts on and he's like this super serious like strength is the only thing that matters kind of guy but he Uh puts this banana lock into his belt and gains banana samurai armor and a banana lance i'm here for it (laughs) and then they have a motorcycle race yeah, so if this sounds like your thing, like we said, Common Rider's got it all. Um, I don't. That's where I am. They've just had a motorcycle race. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it's Common Rider, not Common Walker. <laughs> so um, I, I will probably keep watching that because people really do say, like, man, the two best Common Riders are uh, Deno, well, the three Deno, Gaim, and Build. Um, so, um, I have, I've been avoiding them because like, I don't want like everything else to seem like a step down, but I think I'm like grounded enough now that I can Uh try this one out. Um, but yeah, it is not starting like anything like I would have thought. Like any narrative that you've ever experienced. Yeah. So far it's just been like dance battle politics. I'm here for it. Oh, I, but uh, the main character's sister is awful. Okay. Well, she's like supporting the family, and he was like doing like three. The main character was doing like three part-time jobs, and he didn't have time for the dance crew. But then mm-hmm. he gets this like, then he gets this system, and he can like really help the crew. So he starts getting winning a lot of prize money. And he like he tries to pay the bills for his sister, and she's like, "I don't want this money. You got this like, you got this like just playing a game, and that's stupid." I'm like sister she'll learn she'll learn her lesson I'm like is is this seems to be people's like main form of entertainment like, like yeah he's, he's doing stuff so thinking of revise on a on an enjoyment scale how would you rank it how'd you rate it like a nine or 9.5 okay i don't know what else yeah i don't know what else i could give it it was really good um i guess you could give it a 10 that's what else you could give it yeah, the only reason I don't, honestly, is probably because, like, a lot of the things, like, I love, her name is Sakura, the the little sister. I, of the female writers that I've seen, which there have been very few, um, she is by far my favorite one. Um, but, like, Geats, 
has a female writer, um, Nigo, and uh, she is way better. Okay. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things. What I mean by that is Geats does a lot of things better than so. Though I don't know that it has the heart of Reva. So, like I said, how that it's, ends, it's tough to say. We'll see how it ends. Yeah, how it ends will really matter to me. Um, which yes. I think I think it's supposed to end by the end of this month. Oh no, because Gotchard starts um, September thirteenth. I think that's pretty quick. So yeah, Geats will be over soon. Um, so yeah, then I'll then I'll know if I like it. Okay. Yeah, I do like it. I love Geese, but... He'll know how it stands as a complete work. And endings are really important to me. They just always have. Mm-hmm. An, end, uh, an ending, even like a seven, a five to seven season show, like, if the ending's bad, I just... You gotta stick the landing. Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother, the ending paints the whole yeah. show. We're looking at you. MASH, well, there's a great ending. I never saw it. It's wonderful. I was so nervous for the Smallville ending. Because that was such an important show to me at the time. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, it turned out great. Um, really elevated that show, which was already one of my favorites. Yes. Anyway. Um, so yeah, if you out there in Listenerville have watched any Common Rider, please talk to us about it. Yeah. If you out there in Listenerville have connections to Toei Japan, please talk to them about us. Yeah. Sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're clearly making an impact, making a big splash. Um, if you think like Common Rider sounds like weird or childish or something like that, like I really suggest you give it a look. Mm-hmm. Remember, the cheese is the point. At least yeah. for And you know, there's a saying that I just love: you don't get old, you, you don't stop playing because you get old. You get old because you stop playing. Yeah. And I think like fun and imaginative things. They're good for you. Yeah. And there's like super brutal seasons like Amazon and Shin Common Rider, and there's like cheesy. Let's destroy God with the power of friendship, like Saber. So you need you need all of it. Yeah, or or, or if you're just like or just man, one part of it. Yeah, if you're if you're like man, it's the childishness of some of this that I don't care for. Then watch Amazon's or Shin Kamen Rider or Kamen Rider Black Sun. Lots of things you could watch. Yeah. Do we have any listener mail? I will get on the Bird app. It's still the Bird app in my heart. Mine hasn't changed. Really? Mm-hmm. How? I don't know. I'm never going to update. That's wonderful. Mine changed weeks ago. Um, If you're wondering why I haven't been interacting with you on Twitter, I just can't. I just can't. Um, Let's see here. Okay, we did all of the Majin Silva wrestling ones. Um, I still will get into wrestling. I've just been busy. Um, I I intend to put set aside some time soon um, to do some watching. Oh, Hi-Fi Mike said, I'll do a wrestling watch-along with you if you want to watch. We can get the, oh, their podcast um, cast together. Huh, that'd be fun. That would be Maybe fun. Maybe up on that. I'm sorry, Mike, I didn't know. Um, yeah, the Bird app is just, it's killing me. I think we're friends on Facebook. Facebook message me. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um, yeah, because I don't, I just don't. I can't do it. I think I saw that um, Hank Green had tweeted, like, it's Twitter. It's still Twitter. If some guy bought your town, it wouldn't change, like, what you called your town just because they're an ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's still Twitter. Yeah. It's still Twitter. But, like, for example, I got on to see the reaction to the Pokemon Presents. Mm -hmm. And, like... All of the top comments on everything in the Pokemon Presents were from verified accounts, so we know they're Musk butt kissers. Mm-hmm. Um, so to not be explicit, explicit or excruciatingly explicit. Yes, um, we know that they're Elon butt kissers, and they were all super negative, like all of them. And then you got past all of the BS verified accounts. Um, which I don't know why their whole thing was negativity. And everyone else was like, oh, that was really fun. This was really I'll cool. tell you why. Do you know why? Why? Because Elon Musk is starting to pay out. Like Twitter, or Twitter, under some program of him, is starting to pay out if you have a certain number of interactions oh, with and your tweets. And negativity. If you've got a blue check. And so if you – I mean, the way to do that isn't by being positive. It's by stirring stuff up and – really bad takes and getting people to rise to that. 
so that you get more views and you get more likes and retweets and all of the things so that you can eventually get money. Yeah. And honestly, it it was like, I, I scrolled down just to see if people were positive or if like I was just an outlier liking it, liking the Pokemon Presents. Um, and I wasn't. Once you got past like the 50 or so verified comments, people were like, oh, this was fun. Oh, I really loved this. You have to get through the crust to get to the outer mantle. Mm-hmm. of real twitter yeah and man that that was not like an experience that was going to bring me back mm-hmm. <laughs> like i just didn't i didn't care yeah um, so thanks elon for nothing yeah. it's bad it's bad on there it, like it used people used to call it a hellhole like but i had curated my twitter in such a way that almost all i saw was positive yeah i mean that's how i've kind of got mine still oh so yeah i just I really was considering like these must all be like Elon bots, right? Who are just like everything that trends, they like they're like programmed to go leave negative stuff on it. It's gotta uh-huh. be something like that, or but, people trying to make money with bad takes. But yeah, so um, you can dislike the Pokemon presents. By the way, I totally get that. Um, the Reiko, I think he looks kind of goofy, although I know like he's ba- based on this Mesopotamian um, leopard. And I think it's really cool. Which um, one? Uh, Ray, the Paradox Reiko that they showed. Oh, uh-huh. I think I especially liked when I started seeing fan art where he's just so big that his head is in the clouds. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he has the cloud thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's based on this, like, Mesopotamian, like, mythological creature, um, which is a leopard with a long neck. Um, and he's also based on a brontosaurus. And a brontosaurus's name, like, literally translates to, like, thunder lizard. Um so I just think he's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you think he looks, can't goofy, wait to see what happens with Entei. Or you, uh, if you think he looks goofy, or you don't like Diplin or anything like that, that's all fine. But like, don't just but be like, it's, how could you not like Diplin? I. They're crazy people. They're crazy people because Diplin is a delight. He's the best. Um. But like, I'm good with all that. I'm good with negativity. Like, I do it on the show constantly. Um, <laughs> even though I like positivity better. We're no um, strangers to negativity. But, like, have a reason. Not like, this has really gone downhill. Ugh, can you believe they look this ugly? I like fan art better. And none of it's like, oh, this is what I would like to see changed. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's all just like, like, generic, like, bad t- Yes. So. No, thank you. Yeah, I didn't, I wasn't enjoying myself, and it did not inspire me to go back. Um, but, Mike, we will... Um, talk about that and talk with you and maybe make something happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I can't wait. Wrestling. Yes, wrestling. The right. best. Well, I think that's all I've got. Um, that's all I've got. Oh, BG World Fever. Yeah, we have World that. Gmail.com. Yeah, threads, Instagram, you know. Yeah. You know Cameron's, the drill. Cameron's on. Barely. But more than chance. All right. Well, now that's all I've got. Me too. So from all of us here at World Fever, so long, world. So long, world. That's how this happened.